Well, that'll get you going on a Monday. How about that? Uh, Serious topic, though. U.S. health officials are warning clinicians to be alert for cases of measles following several outbreaks. There was an email Thursday from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention urging vigilance among health care providers across the U.S. following reports of nearly two dozen cases of the preventable virus. Uh, The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has confirmed the first case here of measles since 2019. Joining us now, Dr. Matthew Denenberg, Chief of Pediatrics at Corwell Health Children's in Southeast Michigan. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. So how concerned should parents be that there's this measles outbreak nationally and now there's a case here in Michigan? Well, I think I think parents need to be concerned because measles is, as you mentioned, very preventable, but very contagious. About 90% of, of people that are exposed to somebody with measles have, have a chance of, of contact, contracting it. And I think we need to be worried because our vaccination rates are down. This case in, in Oakland County is an isolated case. It does not appear to have spread beyond the case. Um, but there have been 24 cases, uh, I'm sorry, 35 cases nationwide in 2024 already. So this is something we really need to be concerned about. Dr. Lindenberg, are the vaccination rates down? Did they start, you know, when COVID hit or were they down before COVID? How did that happen? Our vaccination rates were actually going up um, in the years before COVID. We were starting to reach levels in Michigan that were um, much better than they've been in years. And when COVID hit, it started a decline. We're starting to see them stabilize a little bit, but the vaccination rates are still down and we need to make sure kids are getting vaccinated. This is a this is almost 97% preventable. Uh, what about the situation in Florida and that, how do you contain it at one school and how was that not done there? The only way to, con- the only way to contain measles to a, a local, local outbreak or to a local area is, is when they start seeing cases to make sure those cases are isolated. Those kids are not exposed or those, those uh, uh, infected folks are not exposed to other people. Um, that's why we, we tell people, if, if you think your child has measles, if your child shows symptoms of measles, make sure you call your doctor or call the hospital or call the, the emergency department before you go in so that they can prepare for you to make sure that you're isolated. Now, I'm not saying if you're really sick, don't go to the ER like you normally would, but but just give people a heads up so they can prepare. So so the schools do the same thing. If they if a child has measles, they, they try and contain it to that group by isolating those kids from, you know, they, not, they send them home, they keep them home, they keep them from uh, the general public. So the follow-up is what are the symptoms of measles? Uh, like other illnesses, right? Runny nose, cough, congestion, red eyes, conjunctivitis. Um, they get tiny little spots in their mouth, which are called complex spots. That's, that's sort of the, the, the classic presentation. And then, of course, a red raised blotchy rash that starts on the face, goes to the trunk, spreads to the arms. That's that's the classic rash. And you usually start getting sick about seven to 14 days after they've been exposed, but you can start getting sick up to 21 days after being exposed. Doctor, was this case, did it come from here or was it due to international travel? Well, when I understand it was a, it was a patient that came from outside of Detroit. I don't know the full details. Okay. They're outside of Oakland County. I don't know the full details. But it was not somebody from here. They had been traveling. Mm-hmm. And uh, when do you get vaccinated for measles? Uh, after your first birthday, and then and then you get with your um, um, booster uh, at two to five years. 
Okay. So you usually you, we, we like kids to get as soon as they turn one for the part of the routine vaccinations to get measles vaccination. What, what if you're an adult and you've never had that vaccination? You need to get vaccinated. You need to get vaccinated. Okay, so call you're vaccinated your for life. You're vaccinated for life once you get it. Okay. What's tough is when you started to talk about the uh, symptoms. Initially, it's the same symptoms for sort of everything. So you have to really be vigilant with your kids. Yes, you have to be vigilant, and and it's those spots in the mouth and the rash. We we really do have a hard time diagnosing measles um, until you get the rash. And I got to tell you, as somebody who's been practicing pediatric emergency medicine for almost thirty years, our newer and younger physicians have not seen measles, and so it's even harder because you know they're learning it from a te- from looking at it in a textbook. Interesting. Are there any misconceptions, uh, doc, that you deal with when it comes to measles and how it's transmitted that you deal with on a on a regular basis no it's it's spread like a lot of other viruses it's spread in the air it's it's spread by human to human contact um, it can stay in an area for up to two hours after somebody who's had measles and has left the area so one of the reasons why it's so highly contagious uh talk about the safety of this vaccine unsure why people wouldn't get their children vaccinated that vaccines for, for measles and, and other routine vaccinations are extremely safe. They've been safe for decades. Um, there is no link, uh, even though there's conversation out there in the media, there's no link to autism. There's no link to um, other illnesses um, that uh, there's no chance of getting the measles from the measles vaccination. It's an attenuated vaccine. Um, I will say that I will make one note that um, pregnant patients, uh, should not get the vaccine. They should get the vaccine as soon as, as soon as their pregnancy is over, or or obviously try and get vaccinated before you get pregnant. Just switching gears briefly. I mean, last year we were so scared for our baby to get RSV. Is that still out there? And and should we be vigilant? RSV season lasts usually through March or April. We're still seeing some. We're still seeing RSV cases. It has started to slow down. Um, already this season. Um, but yes, still be vigilant. If your child's showing respiratory symptoms or signs of RSV and they're showing complications, you should connect with your doctor or um, you know, bring them to the emergency room if they're very sick. Yeah. I mean, some people don't have a doctor, I, I guess. And so <laughs> emergency room is, is another option. If your child's having trouble breathing, um, not acting right, not eating or drinking properly. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, so one case of measles right now, but stay vigilant. Get your children vaccinated. Get If you're an adult, get yourself vaccinated. That's your message, doctor? Absolutely. All right, thank you, Dr. Matthew Denenberg, Chief of Pediatrics at Corwell Health Children's in Southeast Michigan. We appreciate you, and I'll just keep you on speed dial for my own personal <laughs> use, my 17-month-old. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> thank you so much, doctor. Um, you know, that's good to know. Um, the vaccines during COVID, because of the COVID vaccine, a lot of people thought you know, all vaccines politicized it and yeah. thought, you know, but the MMR uh, vaccine has been around a long, long time. And so it, it's it's safe. You know, I know my kids were vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. And but if you haven't been vaccinated and you're uh, an adult, uh, and you want to make sure that you don't come in contact with, yeah. with measles, it's probably best to get that vaccination. You know what? I take the advice of my pediatrician. I trust him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, these are what she needs right now. I'm like, great, let's do it. Now, when she gets vaccinated, it's, you know, a whole thing. She's very upset. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's worth it to protect her against these things, measles, what have you. Yeah.
Yeah, it's it, it can be very dangerous. Listen, uh, you know we had that um, outage, uh, the AT and T outage. Yes. Last week, well, yeah. you know, AT and T AT and T announced this weekend it will issue credits to customers affected by that widespread wireless outage uh, last week, covering around 290 million people in the United States. The Dallas company uh, faced service restoration for about three-quarters of its users after they awoke Thursday morning to connectivity issues. The outage lasting about 10 hours finally resolved later that evening. AT&T attributed the disruption to a technical glitch, ruling out a cyber attack because that's the first thing people started thinking about, right? And in an effort to rectify the situation, the company promised affected customers a $5 per account credit. Whoa. Within uh, two Don't billing cycles. <laughs> One spot. <laughs> and an automatic credit for the average cost of a full day of service. All right. There you go. AT&T customers coming up. Uh, the Michigan primary is tomorrow. We're going to talk about it next.